There's no doubt that the coronavirus pandemic put a bomb in the real estate market and we will continue to feel its effects for years to come. With the ability to work remotely, the high demand for vacation homes, and the limited supply of homes that have prompted homebuyers to bid up prices to new highs, it is people wondering which cities grew the most. That question and several others will be answered right now. Welcome to the Real Estate in Michigan Audio Experience Podcast with your host and local real estate professional, Andrew McManaman. What's going on, everyone? Andrew McManaman here with Living in Michigan, a Michigan realtor helping people like you buy, sell, and invest in the amazing state of Michigan. So if there's ever anything you need, don't hesitate to reach out and I'd be happy to be your go-to resource. Stacker.com came out with an article last month about the cities in Michigan, specifically the Southeast region, that felt the effects of the inflated housing market most. So without further ado, let's jump right into the top five. Starting off with number five on the list, Franklin, Michigan. Franklin, Michigan is this little village that covers less than three square miles with a population of hardly 3,500 people. It's located northeast of Farmington Hills, west of Beverly Hills, and south of Bloomfield Township. This area is categorized as rural and is often overlooked as a place to live in southeast Michigan because it has a little more seclusion to it. This village had a one-year price change of $48,949, which is a 6.6% increase year over year. The five-year change is $194,460, which is a 32.4% increase over the course of five years. The typical home value is just under 800,000, which is ranked number three most expensive cities in the metro area. Why is this spot a part of the top five fastest growing cities in Metro Detroit? Well, due to its location, it offers the residents this great rural setting with several parks and outdoor opportunities. It's the little underrated spot in Metro Detroit near everything, but it's a place to hide in plain sight. This village also has ranked number five of 618 places with the best public schools in Michigan, number five of 336 suburbs with the best public schools in Michigan, and number nine of 337 best suburbs to raise a family in Michigan. Moving on over to number four, we have Oakland, Michigan. Not to be confused with Oakland County, this is Oakland Charter Township, which is located north of Rochester and covers about 36 square miles with a population of over 19,000 people. This spot is one of the best owned to rent ratios in the area, similar to Franklin, with 96% owning their home and only 4% of them renting. The one-year price change was over $51,000, which was a 9.7% increase year over year. The five-year price change was over $155,000, which is a 36.2% increase over the course of a five-year time span. And the typical home value is around $583,000. This city ranked number seven most expensive cities in the metro area. Oakland ranked number 17 out of 336 best suburbs to buy a house in Michigan number 18 best suburbs to raise a family in Michigan, and number 19 best places to raise a family in Michigan. Stepping on over to number three, we have the one and only Gross Point Shores. Gross Point Shores is located along the southeastern coast on Lake St. Clair, north of Detroit and south of St. Clair Shores. Gross Point Shores has an area of about 19.08 square miles and a population of around 3,000 people. The village is also considered rural and has a 97% own to rent ratio. The one year price change was just over $60,000, which was an 8.7% increase year over year. The five year change was over $215,000, which is a 39.5% increase 
over the last five years and the typical home value sits at just over $760,000, ranking number four in the most expensive cities in the metro area. Gross Point Shore is ranked number three out of 619 best places to retire in Michigan, number 36 out of 337 best suburbs to live in Michigan, and number 42 of 337 best suburbs to raise a family in Michigan. Switching gears to number two, we have Orchard Lake, Michigan. The village of Orchard Lake is located north of West Bloomfield Township, just south of Cass Lake. This village is just over four square miles in size with a population of just under 3,000 people. Orchard Lake's one-year price change was just over $68,000, which is a 8.5% increase year over year. The five-year change was just over $153,000, which was a 21.3% increase over the last five years. And the typical home value is just over $872,000, which ranks number two on the most expensive cities in the metro area. Orchard Lake also ranks number 22 of 336 suburbs with the best public schools in Michigan, number 25 out of 618 places with the best public schools in Michigan, and number 33 out of 337 best suburbs to raise a family in Michigan. Last but not least, we have number one, Lake Angeles, which is absolutely no surprise at all. This city has a surface area of 1.622 square miles and a population of hardly 300 people. This city literally just surrounds Lake Angeles. It's located east of Waterford Township and west of Auburn Hills. The one year price change is over $122,000 with a percentage increase of 8.7 year over year. The five-year price change is over $295,000, which is a 24.1% increase from the last five years. The typical home value is around $1.52 million and ranked number one most expensive city in the metro area. The city doesn't have any further rankings since it doesn't offer anything more than like it is on, but that doesn't mean it's not in a good location for everything necessary. After taking a look at the top five fastest growing cities in Southeast Michigan based on price increases, it's clear and obvious that they happen to be the most expensive places in Southeast Michigan. If there's any takeaway I can put my finger on about this list is these tend to be the rural and secluded communities where the majority of the people own their homes. During and after the pandemic, remote jobs became popular, like I mentioned, and people just wanted to get away from the high traffic and unappealing areas they committed to simply due to the easy commute for work. Now people are being a little bit more selective and finding communities like these where they can settle down a little bit in their little close-knit communities, and they are willing to spend top dollar to make that lifestyle their own. I hope this created some value in a sense that it created awareness for not only the location of the top-end communities in Southeast Michigan, but the buying behavior for people in Michigan during and after the pandemic. If you ever have any real estate needs or questions about some areas in Southeast Michigan, please don't hesitate to reach out. Until next time. Thank you as always for listening to my podcast. If you would follow, subscribe, and leave a five-star review on the platform you listen to this on, I would greatly appreciate it. Stay tuned for the next episode.